observance of the ordinance together. Gustavo Diaz. Buenos días, hermanos y hermanas. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Es una bendición poder predicar en esta mañana aquí en su iglesia. It's such a blessing to be able to preach here this morning in your church. Como un solo cuerpo. We're just one body. Muchas gracias, Pastor, por darme la oportunidad de poder predicar en su púlpito. And thank you, Pastor, for the honor of preaching in your pulpit. Iniciamos un nuevo año. We're starting a new year. El tema de hoy es el monumento de Dios. Today's theme is the monument of God. Monumento de Dios, la cena del Señor. And the Lord's Supper. El texto de esta mañana, dispositivo principal, es Lucas 29, 22, 19 y 20. Today's text, of course, is Luke chapter 22, verses 19 and 20. Hablemos de monumentos. Let's talk about monuments for a minute. En los principales ciudades del mundo se han construido monumentos. In the main cities of this world, many monuments have been built. A personas, personajes célebres, presidentes. That have been done for people that are famous, people that are presidents. Héroes, inventores. Heroes, inventors. Compositores, entre otros. Uh, compositor, uh, composers and others. Los, do, los dos monumentos más importantes de los Estados Unidos. And the two most important famous monuments in the United States. La Estatua de la Libertad y el Monumento de Lincoln. Is the Statue of Liberty and the Lincoln Memorial. Pero ¿cuál fue el primer monumento nacional declarado en los Estados Unidos? But have you wondered, what was the very first monument that was built in the United States? Es llamado la Torre del Diablo. It's called the Devil's Tower. En 1906 por el presidente Roosevelt. 1906 built by or commissioned by President Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. Y uno de los propósitos que tiene los hombres para construir esos monumentos. And one of the purposes that men will have for constructing these monuments. Es para que los que pasan cerca de ellos sepan en qué honor a quién se ha hecho. Is that people who are passing nearby will be able to tell for whom it was created. Cuando nuestro Señor determinó dejar algo para recordar su nombre. Now when our Lord was determined to leave something behind for us to remember his name. Nos dejó un monumento. He left us. Que permanecería con nosotros durante todo el tiempo que dura la tierra. That would stay with us throughout all the time that the earth would exist. Y tal recuerdo es por supuesto. And such a, a reminder of course. La ordenanza de la cena del Señor. Is the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. Dice Lucas 22, 19. Is in Luke chapter 22, verse 19. <coughs> it says, And he took bread and gave thanks, and brake it and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this, or this do, in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. Esos dos versículos nos recuerdan el mandamiento de la institución de la cena del Señor. These two verses remind us of the commandment of the institution of the Lord's Supper. La entrega del cuerpo y la sangre. The fact that Jesus gave his body and his blood. El sacrificio, dice el texto, por nosotros. The sacrifice, as the text said, was done for us. La importancia de mantener viva esta práctica en la vida de la iglesia. It is important for us to maintain this practice alive in our church. Por tal motivo, Lucas nos presenta. And this is why Luke presents this to us. Tres aspectos que todo discípulo debe tener en el corazón al tomar la cena. Three attitudes or aspects that each of us has to have in our hearts when we take 
the supper of the Lord. Número uno, el creyente debe tomar la cena del Señor con un corazón agradecido. Number one, the believer must partake of the Lord's supper with a thankful heart. Eso en el versículo 19, en el versículo 20, el creyente debe tomar la cena del Señor con un corazón de, en obediencia. Secondly, he should do it with an obedient heart. Y el punto tres, el creyente debe tomar la cena del Señor con un corazón adorador. And three, the Christian should take the Lord's supper with a worshiping heart. Oremos, Señor, te doy gracias esta mañana. Lord, I thank you this morning. Por privilegio predicar tu palabra. The privilege of preaching your word. Señor, ayúdame a predicar el texto con valor. Lord, help me to preach your gospel with courage. Lléname tu santo espíritu. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Tú eres el que convence a las personas. You're the one who convicts people. Y el que aclara las escrituras. And who could open the scriptures. Señor, haz tu obra esta mañana. Lord, do your work this Queremos morning. glorificarte. We want to glorify you. En el nombre de Cristo Jesús. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. En brevemente el contexto del autor Lucas. So briefly, the context, the author Luke. Lucas no es un apóstol. He's not an apostle. Es un doctor, es un historiador. He's a doctor, he's a physician, he's él, a historian. Él tiene la visión del evangelio de Mateo y Marcos en su cabeza. And he has the vision of the other gospels of Matthew and Luke in his, um, or excuse me, Matthew and Mark in his mind. Ahora él quiere agregar algo importante como historiador. And now as a historian, he wants to add something important. ¿Por qué Lucas solo escribió pocos versículos sobre la cena del Señor? Why was it that Luke wrote only a few short verses about me the Lord's Supper? Me imagino porque su amigo íntimo, el apóstol Pablo, I would imagine that his intimate friend, the apostle Paul, diez años antes había escrito Primera Corintios. About 10 years earlier, had written 1 Corinthians. Explicando muy bien sobre la cena. Very distinctly explaining about the, the, um, the, the Lord's Supper. Y esto fue lo que dice Lucas. And this is what Luke says. Punto número uno, el creyente de tomar la cena del Señor con un corazón agradecido. First of all, Verso so 19. the Christian should partake <coughs> in the Lord's Supper with a thankful heart. Verse 19. Primero, los participantes, Jesús y los apóstoles. First, who are the participants? Jesus and his apostles. Judas no está como lo indica el versículo 3, Satanás entró en él. Judas is not there, as verse 3 indicates, Satan had already entered into him. La cena del Señor es entre creyentes. And so the Lord's Supper is between believers. Que son salvos y bautizados. The ones that are saved and baptized. La iglesia está reunida. And the church is reunited. Y entonces Jesús hace cuatro acciones. And so Jesus makes, takes four actions here. Veanlo en el versículo 19. Él toma el pan. So he took the bread. Utiliza en ese versículo cinco verbos. Five verbs you see in this verse. Primero toma el pan. First, he Acción took the bread. Dos, dio gracias. Secondly, he gave Tres, thanks. Lo partió. Thirdly, he broke it. Y cuarto, lo dio. And fourth, he gave it to them. ¿Por se da el pan? So for whom is the bread given? Versículo, por vosotros, In that verse it says for dado. you. It's clear. Por vosotros es dado. For you it is given. Judas no está incluido en eso. Judas is not included here. Jesús murió por los pecadores. Jesus died for sinners. Claro que murió por los pecadores. Of course he died for sinners. Pero los pecadores que se arrepienten y creen. But for sinners who, who will repent and will believe. Judas era un pecador. And Judas was a, was a sinner. Pero no se arrepintió y no creyó. But he never repented, he never believed. Y tomó el pan. So he took the bread. Y observe que la palabra pan está en singular. Now notice that the word bread is in the singular. Es uno. It's just one. Recuerde. Remember. Está en medio de una cena en Lucas 22. They're in the middle of a meal here in Luke 22. Hay varios panes. And there are lots of 
pieces of bread. Pero el Señor Jesucristo solo tomó un pan. But the Lord Jesus only took one bread, one loaf. El único pan. The only bread. El único cuerpo que Dios Cristo se ha ofrecido. The only body that Christ has offered. Hermanos enseña la unidad de sus seguidores con él. And he shows the humanity of his followers. Que, form, que forman un solo pan. That it is just one solitary loaf. Y un solo cuerpo. One solitary body. No lo dice el apóstol Pablo en 1 Corintios 10, 17. The apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians Siendo 10, 17. Siendo un solo pan. For we being many are one bread. Nosotros, hay un grupo ahí. There's a group here. Con ser muchos. There's many. Somos un cuerpo. But yet we are one body. Nos, ya somos griegos, hebreos, hay griegos, hebreos, hombres, mujeres. Right, it doesn't matter if they're Greek or Hebrew or any other nationality. We're Americanos, one. Hispanos. Americans, Hispanics. Un solo cuerpo. We are just one body. Pues todos participamos en aquel mismo pan. For we all are partakers of that one bread, he said. Todos. All of us. Los que han comido este único pan. All who have eaten of this one bread. El único pan que ha descendido del cielo. The one and only bread that has come down from heaven. Comparten la misma fe y salvación en unidad con Cristo. We share the same faith and salvation in unity through Jesus Christ. También podemos observar en la frase el versículo. We can also notice another phrase in the verse. No dice que tomó un cordero. It doesn't say he took the lamb. Dice que tomó el pan. It says he took the bread. Jesús no está agregando una fiesta más judía. And Jesus is not adding one more Jewish feast here. Esta comida es completamente diferente. This meal is completely new and different. Completamente diferente para los judíos. Completely different and new to the Jews. Pero para nosotros la iglesia no. But it's for us, the church. Jesús tomó el pan. So he took the bread. Y dio gracias. And he gave thanks. Jesús dio gracias. Jesus gave thanks, it says. ¿Por qué Jesús dio gracias? Now why does Jesus give thanks here? ¿A quién le dio gracias? To whom did he give thanks? ¿Qué palabra más sorprendente? What amazing words. Jesús tomó el pan, dio Jesus gracias y lo partió. Took the bread, he gave thanks, and he gave it to them. Y he dijo, este es mi cuerpo. And he said, This is my body. Qué cosa tan asombrosa. What an amazing thing. Realmente dio gracias por su quebrantamiento de su cuerpo. For he truly was giving thanks for the brokenness of his body. Un quebrantamiento que ocurriría en pocas horas. A brokenness that would occur in just a few short hours. Iba a ser golpeado, magullado. He would be beaten. He would be bruised. Iba a ser azotado. He would be whipped, clavado y apuñalado, nailed and stabbed. Y aún así dio gracias. And even then, he gave thanks. Así también nosotros deberíamos dar gracias. That's what we should also do. Después de tomar el pan, after we take the bread, Jesús lo partió. Jesus broke it. Y les dio, and he gave it a personas específicas porque Judas no estaba specific people because Judas wasn't there remember se lo dio a sus discípulos he gave it to his disciples a veces hacemos divisiones sometimes we make divisions cristiano y discípulo Christian disciple el discípulo es alguien que da un paso más and a disciple no. is one who takes a higher step en toda la Biblia no hay una división now in the entire si lee, Bible there are no divisions here si usted lee el libro de Hechos you read the book of Acts solo aparece la palabra cristiano dos veces Christian only appears twice. Y más de 200 veces la palabra discípulo. But the word disciple appears more than 200 times. Si te escribes en la universidad de Dios. If you enroll in the university of God. Al recibir a Cristo. As soon as you receive Christ. Ya eres un discípulo. You are right then a 
depende de ti graduarte con honores. And of course it depends upon you to graduate with honors. Después de tomar el pan, so after taking the bread, Jesús lo partió. Jesus broke it. Y le dio a sus discípulos. And he gave it to his disciples. La declaración de Cristo, este es mi cuerpo. The declaration of Jesus where he says, this is my body. No se debe tomar como en forma literal. You can't take it too literally. Como lo hace la iglesia aquí cruzando la calle. Just like the church across the street does. Sino como a referencia a sí mismo. But rather he's referring to himself. Así como Jesús dijo, yo soy la puerta en Juan 19. Just like Jesus said, I am the door in John 10, 9. Así como el mismo dijo en Juan 15, 1, yo soy la vid verdadera. Just like he also said in John 15, 1, I am the true Vine. Tal lenguaje es figurado. This is figurative language. Y transmite simbólicamente una verdad espiritual. And symbolically it's conveying a spiritual truth. El pan representa cosas terrenales. So the bread represents things that are earthly. Frágiles y sometidas a la decadencia. And subject to decay. Simboliza la realidad del de Hijo de Dios. It symbolizes the reality of the Son of God. Que tomó forma humana y se sujetó a la muerte. Human form and submitted himself to the process of death. Y la frase que por vosotros. And that phrase where it says for you. Es dado. It is given for you. Presenta la verdad más importante. It presents the most important truth of all. El sacrificio sustitutivo. For the sacrifice, the substitutionary sacrifice. Ese sacrificio de doce, mediodía, tres de la tarde. This sacrifice that he made between noon and 3 p.m. Pagando los pecados uno por uno de los suyos. Paying for your sins one by one. Él toma posición lo Dios lo toma a él, todos sus pecados se los da a Cristo. All of your sins he God gives to Christ. Para tratarte a ti como que nunca has pecado. In order to treat you as though you had never sinned. Te ha aplicado la justicia. And to you is applied the righteousness of Christ. Pedro escribió en 1 Pedro 2:24. Peter wrote in 1 Peter 2:24. Que Jesús He said that Jesus llevó el mismo himself nuestros bore our pecados our sins en su cuerpo in his own body sobre el madero on the tree. Y esa frase para qué? And that that phrase so that en toda la Biblia lo vas a encontrar repetidamente. We see it wherever we find it. Significa propósito. It signifies that there is a purpose. Porque murió here. en el madero. Because why did he die on that cross? Para on que that nosotros, so that we, pecadores be, arrepentidos que creen, we who are dead to sins, who will repent of their sins and, re, and re, believe, que estaban muertos, even though we're dead, como dice Efesios 2:1, muertos. Like Ephesians 2:1 says we're dead. Por los pecados vivamos. Because of sin, we're dead. We can live. ¿Te imaginas en la resurrección de Lázaro llegando Jesús a tocar a la puerta a Lázaro? Can you imagine at the resurrection of Lazarus, Jesus arriving at the door and knocking on Lazarus's door? Lázaro quiere resucitar. Hey Lazarus, you want to be raised? Oh, estoy, oh, estoy cansado. Venga mañana. Ah, uh, no, I'm tired. Come tomorrow. Cuando Dios te resucita, te resucita. Hey, when God resurrects you, He resurrects you. Dice Juan 3:3 que el Espíritu viene y va cuando él le da la gana. You know, John 3:3 says the Spirit comes and goes. However he wants. Él te da vida cuando estás muerto. He gave you life when you were dead. ¿Por qué Jesús dio gracias por el pan? 
So why did Jesus give thanks for the bread? Y él tomó el pan y dio gracias. Says he took bread and gave thanks. It says. Jesús dio gracias por el pan porque sabía que el pan representaba su cuerpo. He gave thanks for the bread because he knew that the bread represented his body. Que sería entregado por la redención de la humanidad que creería. The body that was given for humanity that would believe. Su acción de dar gracias refleja la gratitud de Jesús hacia el Padre. And his gratitude, his thanksgiving rather, reflects his gratitude to God the Father. Por el plan de redención que estaba llevando a cabo a través del sacrificio de la cruz. For the plan of redemption that he was taking place and bringing through through his death on the cross. Además, aquí está la razón del primer punto. There's also the reason for this first point of ours. La cena del Señor se toma con un corazón agradecido. That is that the Lord's Supper should be partaken with a thankful heart. Si Jesús siendo Dios. If Jesus, being fue, God. Fue agradecido. Was grateful. Como nosotros, simples humanos. How can we, mere humans. No vamos a ser agradecidos. Not be grateful. Si Jesús se bautizó, no tenía que hacerlo porque no era pecador. If Jesus was baptized he didn't have to do it right because he wasn't a sinner Lo hizo para darnos un ejemplo. he did it to give us an example Jesús estableció un modelo para sus seguidores so, sus discípulos Jesus is establishing a model for his followers his disciples un modelo de agradecimiento hacia Dios por su amor y misericordia a, a model of gratefulness and gratitude to God for his love and for his mercy ¿Cómo afirmamos que el creyente debe tener un corazón agradecido? So how do we confirm that the believer should have a thankful, grateful heart? El inicio del versículo 20 así lo indica well, de igual manera. The first part of verse 20 confirms that for us. It says, likewise also. De igual manera, es decir, dando gracias. That means in the same way that it's giving thanks. Así como Jesús dio gracias. Just as Jesus gave thanks. ¿Cómo no vamos a ser agradecidos? How can we not be thankful? Si todos somos como María. If we are all like Mary. Cuando el ángel se le apareció. When the angel Gabriel appeared to her. Y le dice, salve, muy favorecida. And he says to her, hail, thou that art highly favored. Entra como alguien conocido. She uh, comes in. Y se traduce también, hola. It also is translated, hello. Y esa palabra, muy favorecido. And highly favored, that word. En griego, charis. In grace, in, in, the, in the Greek is charis. Es la palabra de la raíz de gracia. It's the same root word from which we get grace. Ella, María tiene gracia. Mary has been bestowed grace. Recuerda que gracia en griego significa te lo doy pero no te lo mereces. And remember what Greek, what uh, grace means in Greek? I give it to you but you don't deserve it. Sos favorecida. So highly favored. También traducido, tienes el favor de Dios. It also means you have the favor of God. María, no te lo mereces. Mary, you don't deserve it. Pero tienes la gracia de Dios. But you have the grace and favor of God. El ángel está diciendo que no te lo mereces. The angels remind her she doesn't deserve Pero it. Pero ha sido elegida, ha sido escogida por Dios. But you have been chosen, elected by God. La persona que se sienta en la mesa del Señor. And the person that sits at the table of the Lord. Entiende que no se lo merece. Understands that he doesn't deserve it. Había eso era el problema que pasaba en la iglesia de Corintios en primera Corintios una iglesia llena de dones talentos pero empezaron a sacar pecho y a sentirse orgullosos y es cuando Pablo les tiene que recordar en 1 Corintios 1.27. That's why Paul had to remind them in 1 Corinthians 1.27. recuerden su hoja de vida 
Remember what your life was before. Lo necio, que significa lo tonto. You know, uh, that God has chosen the foolish thing. Lo necio del mundo, tres veces este versículo, escogió Dios. Three times God says in that verse that he has chosen them. Para avergonzar a los sabios. Why? To confound the wise. Lo débil del mundo escogió Dios. The weak things of the world that he's chosen. Para avergonzar a lo fuerte. Why? To confound the things which are mighty. Y lo vil, que significa insignificante. And base things, that means insignificant things. Escogió Dios. God has chosen. Menospreciado. Things which are despised. como nada. That means like nothing. Escogió Dios. God has chosen. Y note dos veces en este versículo la frase. And notice twice in this verse the phrase. Para avergonzar a los sabios. To confound the wise, it says. El primer paso al infierno es. The first step to hell is this. Es pensar que mereces el cielo. Is to think that you deserve heaven. El primer paso al cielo. But the first step to heaven es que reconoces que mereces el infierno is to recognize that you deserve hell ¿Cómo no tener un corazón agradecido con Dios? How can we not have a thankful heart to God? Cuando llegamos a entender el versículo más famoso de la manera expositiva. When we come to understand the most famous verse in the whole Bible in an exponential way. Juan 3:16. John 3:16. No hay que saber ni siquiera griego. La gramática ayuda. Uh, grammar will help here. Vemos un pasaje. We hay, see a passage. hay un sujeto. There's a subject. Que Dios. It's God. Y efectúa tres acciones. And there are three actions that come from God. Y puedes revisar en un diccionario. You can refer herramientas to it in a dictionary. Pero yeah. utiliza verbos activos. These are all active verbs. Porque tal manera amó Dios. For God so loved the world. Dios active. es el sujeto. God is the subject. Ha dado a su hijo unigénito. He gave his only begotten son. Para que todo aquel en él, en él cree. So that whosoever believeth no se pierda, mas tenga vida eterna. should not perish but have everlasting life. Lo que dice ese versículo es que el evangelio es para todos. So what that verse is teaching us is that the gospel is for everyone. Debemos llevar el evangelio a todo el mundo. To take the gospel to the whole world. Pero la salvación es para los que creen. But salvation is for those who believe. Pero si se fija muy bien en el verbo creer. The subject we see that very clearly in the verb believe. Es un verbo de voz activa. This verb is in the active voice. El sujeto que es Dios. The subject who is God. Que está, es decir, el sujeto hace diez, tres acciones. The, the subject does a couple of actions Él, hace, él ama al mundo. He loves the world. Él fue el que dio su hijo. And he's the one who gave Y él son. es el que hace que aquel crea. And he's the one who gives him the faith to believe. Es decir, la acción de creer la recibiste de parte de Dios. In other words, the act of believing is something that you received from God. Que fue el que dijo que amó al mundo. The same God who said he loved the world. Y no porque solo máximo. And not because you're the best. Que eres mejor que tu vecino. That you're better than your neighbor. Sino porque fuiste muy favorecido. No, because you were greatly favored. ¿Sabe qué es lo único que apartamos, que aportamos nosotros a la salvación? The only thing that we had to do with salvation. El pecado. Sin. Lo demás lo ha hecho Dios. Everything else, God did it. Con razón Pablo dijo en Efesios 2.8. And that's why God says, excuse me, Paul said in Ephesians 2.8. Por gracia. By grace. No te lo mereces. You don't deserve it. Pero te lo doy. But I give it to you. Por gracia soy salvos por By medio grace, de la fe. Are you saved through faith? Y esto. And that, hablando de la fe, talking about faith, no es de vosotros, not of yourselves. Es un don de Dios. It's a gift of God. Es de Dios la salvación. Salvation is of God. Es Dios injusto. Is God unjust? Es bus injusto, 
Kennedy, Clinton, Obama, Trump, is, Biden son injustos. Are all these other people, Kennedy, Clinton, Biden, Trump, everybody, you know, are they unjust? Cuando en diciembre, cuando en diciembre, when in December, él toma a los culpables. He takes the guilty ones. Y tú que eres culpable, you who are guilty, te doy misericordia. I'm going to give you mercy. Y tú que eres culpable, you over here, you're guilty, I'll give you mercy. Tienes los que estás pagando de justicia. You know, these others that I don't pardon, they're going to get justice. Culpables, pero Dios ha dado misericordia. Gracias. I have given you grace. Ninguno de los condenados podrá decir, vine a Jesús y me rechazó, dijo Charles Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon says, nobody, not one single lost person, Jesús none dijo, of them can say, I came to Jesus and he rejected me. Jesús dijo, el que, me, el que viene a mí no le echo fuera. Jesus says, if you come to me, I will not cast you out. La puerta out. de Friendship está abierta para todos. The doors at Friendship, they're open for all. Por eso el punto número uno, el creyente debe tomar la cena del Señor con un corazón agradecido. That's why in point number one, the believer should receive the Lord's Supper with a thankful heart. Número dos, el creyente debe tomar number la two, cena del Señor con un corazón en obediencia. The believer should take the Lord's Supper with an obedient heart. Dice el versículo 20, de igual manera. Verse 20, likewise also. De, de igual manera que. Now, what does that mean, likewise what? Y así como los cuatro pasos con el pan, él tomó el vino. Well, It means just like Jesus Dio did gracias, with the four steps with the bread. Dio gracia lo repartió y lo entregó a sus verdaderos discípulos. He took the cup, he gave thanks, and he gave it out. Notice he gave it just to his disciples. Y note de igual manera en singular. And notice it's also in the singular. Una copa, una sangre. The cup, my blood, there's one cup. Solo hay un sacrificio que es aceptado por Dios Padre. There's only one sacrifice that is acceptable by God the Father. La sangre de su Hijo Jesucristo para perdón de pecados. And that's the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ, for the sin of Y continúa Lucas narrando. And it's not for, not for anything else. Esta copa es el nuevo pacto en mi sangre. Luke says, this cup is the new testament of my blood. Que por vosotros es derramada. Which is shed for you. El, el nuevo pacto fue profetizado por Jeremías. Now this new testament or new covenant was foretold by Jeremiah. El texto dice por quién es derramado la sangre de Cristo. Does the text say for whom the blood of Christ is shed? Lucas dice que la sangre de Cristo es por vosotros yes. es derramada. Luke says the blood of Christ is shed for you. ¿Quiénes son los vosotros? Now who's this you? Los vosotros son las personas que Dios tuvo misericordia. So you are the people on whom God had mercy. ¿Y por qué se derramó la sangre de Cristo? And why was Jesus' blood shed? Mateo 26, 28. Matthew 26, 28. Para perdón de los pecados. For the remission of sins. Tenemos que dar las buenas nuevas. We have to give the good news. Pero antes de dar las buenas nuevas. But before we give the good news. Tenemos que dar las malas nuevas. We have to give the bad news. Por eso Pablo en Romanos 1 y 2 nos dice que somos pecadores. And that's why in Romans 1 Paul tells us that we are sinners. El pecado solo puede ser perdonado. Sin can only be forgiven. Cuando se ha suministrado suficientemente el pago a Dios. When it has been submitted to God. La muerte del Señor Jesús fue ese pago. And guess what? For that payment. The death of Christ was that payment. Y hacer parte del parte, hacer parte del nuevo pacto en su sangre. And by, by establishing this new covenant, this new testament in his blood. 
Jesús nos invita a ser obedientes. Jesus invites us to be obedient. El nuevo pacto es el nuevo nacimiento. The new pact, the new testament, the new covenant is the new birth. Dice el profeta Ezequiel 36, 27. In Ezekiel 36, 37. Note quién hace los cambios en un convertido. And he's the one who makes the change. Y pondré dentro de vosotros, y pondré, hablando Dios. God is talking here. He says, I will put. Y haré. And I, I shall make you, cause you to walk in my statutes. No lo hago yo, él lo hace en mí. I don't do it, he y, does it through me. And that spirit is placed within us so that we can also keep his judgments and do them. Right, that's why it's not fruits, my fruits, it is the fruit of the spirit within me. El arrepentimiento que no genera cambios en la conducta. You know what? Repentance that does not generate change in behavior. No es arrepentimiento. Is not true repentance. Es teatro. It's just theatrical. ¿Se acuerdan la historia de Juan 6? Do you remember the story in John 6? Cuando Jesús está predicando miles de personas. Jesus is speaking to thousands of People. There's a little boy with five loaves and two fish. And we love the story where it says they ate and they were all satisfied, satiated. But after they carried up and they took up the leftovers, why did he tell the apostles to do this? Why, why make us carry up the, the, the leftovers? You know, Jesus can do the same miracle tomorrow. ¿Cuál es el mensaje? What's the message here? It is our turn. It is up to us to administer Nada se desperdicia. Let nothing be wasted. De estar muertos a estar vivos. The, instead of dead, we're alive. Es un milagro que debemos administrar. And it's a miracle that we need to administer. Que somos la luz del mundo y la sal de la tierra. Because we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. La obediencia es muy importante para Dios. So obedience is really important for God. Por tanto, el creyente debe tomar la cena del Señor con un corazón en obediencia. And that's why the believer needs to partake of the Lord's Supper with an obedient Porque heart. ha sido capacitado para obedecer a Dios. Why? Because we have been enabled to obey God by God. Ahora, aunque la frase hacer esto en memoria de mí del versículo 19 solo aparece ahí. Now, this uh, phrase do this in memory of me and remembrance of me only appears here. Cuando habla del pan, when it talks about the bread, pero también se aplica al vino, pues dice de igual manera. It's also referring to the cup because he says likewise also. Es una invitación esta frase hacer en memoria de mí. He is a, it's an invitation to do this in remembrance of me. Es una invitación a la adoración. It is an invitation for worship. Me temo que muchas personas vienen a la iglesia por poder conseguir. ¿Qué pueden conseguir? You know, many people say they're coming to church. Uh, why, why do I come to church? What do they want? What do they want to get out of it? A lo mejor algunas se fijan en la página quién va a predicar. And maybe somebody will look at the church's web page and figure out who's going to be preaching. Y vienen cuando les gusta alguien, entre and comillas, que le va a bendecir. They'll come when they like somebody who's preaching, you know, they're going to get a blessing out of it or something. Si vienes a la iglesia por lo que puedes sacar de la música. Uh, you know, some come to church for what you can get out of the music. O lo que puedes sacar del sermón. Or what you can get out of the sermon. Has perdido el punto. You've, you missed the point. Porque estamos aquí para adorar a Dios. Because we are here to worship God. Y esto es dar, no recibir. And this is to give, 
not to receive. Venimos a ofrecerle algo, no a recibir. We come to offer him something not to receive. La Biblia dice que es más bienaventurado dar que recibir. The Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. Pero si solo venimos a analizar el sermón, but you know the only reason you come is just to analyze the sermon. A venir a ponerme una nota. To grade my sermon. Es al contrario. It's the opposite. El sermón te pone una nota a ti. Because the sermon puts a grade on you. ¿Qué nota llevas hasta ahora? What have you learned until now? Preparaste tu corazón para la oración. Have you prepared your heart for worship? Te voy a decir cuál es el propósito de este mensaje en esta mañana. I want to tell you what the purpose is for this message. Quiero arrinconarte y forzarte a tomar una decisión acerca de ti. It's essentially to Sobre corner Dios. you and get you to make a decision about whether you're going to worship God or not. Hacer esto en memoria de mí. This do in remembrance of me. Es un mandato. It's a command. Y eso es realmente para lo que sirve un predicador. And that's really what a preacher is for. Forzar a la gente a tomar decisiones. To force people to take, uh, to make a decision. Y el objetivo de este punto tres es hacerte reflexionar. And the object of this point three is to make you reflect. En primer lugar, sobre qué es la oración. First of all, What's worship anyway? En, en memoria de mí. It says, in memory of me. ¿Sabes frente a quién estás adorando? Do you know before whom you are worshiping? Una definición muy simple es, es un honor rendido a un ser superior. Very simple definition is to give honor to a superior being. Significa rendir homenaje, honor, reverencia. And it means to render honor, respect, Alabanza, gloria a un ser superior. Uh, adoration, praise to a superior being. Con razón David nos dio el consejo en Salmos 2.12. And this is why David said in Psalm 2.12. En inglés es bendito. Besar al hijo. In English it says kiss the son. En español es honrar al hijo. In Spanish it's honor the son. Para que no se enoje y perezcáis en el camino. Lest he be angry and ye perish in the pues way. Pues se inflama de pronto su ira. And his wrath is kindled but a little. Nos inclinamos en respeto y honor a Dios so debido we, a su carácter. We bow in honor and respect before God. Agradezco a la iglesia Frenchy por becarme en los estudios. I am so thankful to the church friendship to help me in my seminary studies and thank you to the pastor and to the deacons for allowing me to continue seminary studies in my master's degree no way I could repay it and now the story is about that it costs you can't love somebody unless you know them en un curso sobre sectas. And in one of the courses that was about different, um, uh, different religions. En el primer seminario que llevé en el 2004 en Costa Rica. In the first seminary that I was in in 2004 in Costa Rica. Fui a una sinagoga. I went to a synagogue. Llegué donde el rabino. And then the rabbi comes in. ¿Qué necesito yo hacer para poder adorar a Dios? What would I need to do in order to worship God? Bueno, te va a costar unos años poder aceptarte. He says, well, it uh, would cost a few years for us to be able to accept you. Okay, if I want to come here, what do I have to do? You know, in a synagogue in Costa Rica. He says, it'll cost $10,000 per seat per person per year. Every year. Do you want to worship God? And in essence, worship is to give. Si eso le cuesta a un judío, imagínate a ti y eso. Imagine, if it costs a Jew to go to a synagogue that much, imagine you. Los libros que están ahí no hablan de Jesús. 
You know, the, the books that are there don't talk about Jesus. ¿Y por qué? Porque no Why? queremos darle publicidad a él. Se reconoce que Jesús lo que Because habla. we don't want to publicize him and recognize who he is. Lo vemos como un falso profeta. We might see him as a false prophet. La adoración comienza con nosotros. No. Worship begins with us. Con las actitudes del corazón. With our attitudes of the heart. Con nuestras posesiones. With the exposition of the todo lo que es el servicio? Have you seen everything that's in La música tiene que ver con Cristo. The music, it has something to do with Christ. La palabra tiene que ver con Cristo. The word, the reading, has to do with Christ. Las ofrendas tienen que ver con Cristo. The offerings has to do with Christ. Un verdadero creyente, diezma y ofrenda. A true believer will give his tithe and will, will no give his que, offering. Antes de la ley, antes de la iglesia, en Génesis, ya daba los diezmos. And the tithe was already in the word of God, even before the church, before the law, before anything. En el Nuevo Testamento, el Señor dijo que hagamos justicia y misericordia. And in the New Testament, Jesus said we do justice and mercy. Mercy. Do this without leaving the other undone, he said. Y después, and after all that, de la era de la iglesia, after that, el Ezequiel nos abre la ventana, imagine that the prophet Ezekiel is looking nos, in through the And he shows us how the Lord is going to govern over What is the people of God Ezequiel going to do? Uh, what they're going to do according to Isaiah 45:16 Todo el pueblo de la tierra All the people of the land estará obligado a dar esta ofrenda para el príncipe de Israel Shall give this oblation for the prince in Israel Hacemos esto en memoria de mí We do this in remembrance Vamos of him Vamos a pasar toda la eternidad adorando a Dios Let's spend all of eternity worshiping God Dios exige adoración eterna a él God demands eternal worship to him. Si quieres ir al cielo, if you want to go to heaven, debes empezar a adorar desde la tierra. You should start worshiping him from here on earth. Si no, nunca vas a ir al cielo. Because if not, you're never going to go to heaven. Nunca vamos a dejar de adorar a Jesús. We're never going to stop worshiping Jesus. Millones de personas vieron la historia de Tom Brady. Millions of people read about or saw Tom Brady's story. It was on an interview on the TV show called 60 Minutes. After his third Super Bowl victory. And now he's got these Super Bowl championship rings. I'm the champion. It's the greatest thing I could have accomplished. I've got my life's goal. Llegué a mi meta, dice él. He says, I reached my goal. Aquí cito, a mi sueño. My dream. Yo pienso. My life. Dios tiene me, que ser más like, que esto. God, it's got to be more than this. Quiere decir que esto no puede ser todo lo que dice que es. He said, I mean, this can't be all that it's cracked up to be. El hombre está diciendo. Yeah, this man is saying. Que llegar a la cima no lo es lo más grande que se dice por ahí. To the top is not the big deal, like they say. Y el entrevistador interrumpió el silencio en And una pregunta. The interviewer broke the awkward silence with a question. ¿Cuál es la respuesta? What's the answer? Ojalá lo supiera. He says, I wish I knew. Y repitió, ojalá lo supiera. And he repeated, I wish I knew. La búsqueda de la felicidad. The search for happiness es tan vieja como la humanidad misma. is as old as humanity itself. Los incrédulos no saben cómo buscarla. And unbelievers don't know how to look for it. Y lamentablemente muchos creyentes and, no la acaban de encontrar. And unfortunately, most many believers don't know how to find it either. Se llama Cristo. 
Guess what? It's called Christ. El único que merece adoración. He's the only one who deserves our worship. Decía John Stock. Um, there's a quote here. Nadie puede llamarse a sí mismo cristiano. Nobody can call himself a Christian. Si no adora a Jesús. If he does not worship Jesus. Si no es Dios. If he is not God. Adorarle es idolatría. Worshiping him is idolatry. Pero si es Dios. But if he is God. No adorarle es apostasía. Not worshiping him is apostasy. Termino con tres preguntas que deben ser respondidas por cada uno. I finish with three questions that need to be answered by everyone in here. ¿Vives en gratitud? Do you live in gratitude? ¿Vives en obediencia? Do you live in obedience? ¿Vives en adoración? Do you live in worship? En conclusión, por lo, lo expuesto por Lucas. In conclusion, as Lucas, Luke showed us. ¿Cómo preparar nuestro corazón para celebrar la cena del Señor según el nuevo pacto? How do we prepare our hearts for celebrating the Lord's Supper according to this new covenant? Se debe tomar la cena del Señor en gratitud. The Lord's Supper should be taken in gratitude. En obediencia. In obedience. Y adoración. And in worship. Si no tienes uno de estos tres. And if you don't have one of those three. Tienes que arrepentirte. You need to repent. Ir por su perdón. Go to him for forgiveness. Y tomar la cena del Señor hoy con un corazón limpio. And partake of the Lord's Supper today with a clean Porque la distancia heart. que hay entre Dios y nosotros. Because the distance is between God and us. Es una oración. It's just a prayer. Agradeciéndole. Thankful. Obedeciéndole. Obedient. Y adorándole. And worshipful. Solo Dios gloria. Solo Dios sea la gloria. To, all, to God only be the glory. Pastor.